Welcome to the Hype Training Podcast. We're here with Professor Grant Schofield and we're talking horsepower. <laughs> well, I, I think I think what we're doing is this is really a debate that's in the Hype Training Podcast that's become pretty popular. And it's, it's around um, what would be the ideal animal for a triathlon. And there's been a lot of people have put out you know, various species, um, but we've settled it has to be a mammal and it probably has to be a mammal that's capable of keeping cool in a hot environment. I mean, the polar bear was initially popular, swims well, mm. quite aggressive, like if they want to take you it out. knows how to attack on the bike. Yeah, yeah. what yeah. if you should be best in like a Norwegian triathlon? Yeah. Yeah. But I think for versatility, we've really got to include hot environments. Yeah. And we are. You can just we're, shave it. We're leaning yeah. towards a horse because... They have proven themselves throughout multiple world wars to be quite good all-round vehicles. They got the mongrel, eh? They got a bit of mongrel on them. Yeah, actually, the donkey wasn't it? Was it not the donkey that the Anzacs used? Yeah, but in Gallipoli. Yeah, I don't know if I could go a donkey for a triathlon. They don't really run, but they just meander. They meander uphill. Good on the vert. Great on the vert. They'd probably be an ultra endurance athlete, so not t- like a so more mountain like, mountain running type. Yeah, yeah. a goat. Yeah. Um, that would be vert. So here, so so we've sort of gone with horses, and then we've started to delve into the into the science or the the mathematics behind horsepower, and we've uncovered. Well, 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 well hang, hang, hang on. First of all, we should just the, the, the horse can swim, right? So that's the thing. Well, horses can swim naturally. You don't have this. You have to teach them to. No, to freestyle, they can no you throw them in, they don't drown. Yeah, they, they know how to plod along. They but they, they, do they float? Yeah, they float real well. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. You take them to the beach, they can float with a human on top of them. Interesting. Yeah, they, they could, you could ford a deep stream with a horse. That's how they used to do it. I've watched that, um, seems like I saw that on Netflix. You'll actually, you'll, you'll note that almost all sort of weaponry that's been uh, engineered out of World Wars has sort of come out of horses. You know, the submarine, the boat. Uh, the tank and uh, the motorbike all based off of a horse. Based off a horse. What yeah. do you mean? Well, a submarine's based on a horse. Yeah, because they got they're just under the water. How do we know it's recording? They're under the water. It keeps recording. Oh right, okay. Yeah, yeah they're they're under the water, um, and their heads above, like they've got one little oh, snorkel like essentially. Oh, a horse is essentially a snorkel. Yeah. And then uh, they're a boat because you're <laughs> on top of that. Water. A horse is pretty much a snorkel. Yeah, and the aeroplane's based on the horse. Yes. Because when you're like you, when you're in the saddle and you've got your hands out, you feel like you're flying. Mm. Great. And so, like, what else is based on a horse? A car? Yeah, yeah no, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I'm, just, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> oh god, that, that really segues us nicely in this in the hype <laughs> podcast. To the, Why do I just do this to myself? To this, <laughs> he's here for entertainment value. Listeners, <laughs> yeah, I don't bring the brain. Liam's, Liam's kind of like uh, <laughs> the fake audience you get on Taskmaster, yeah. where, you, where they invite people to come in and laugh at the jokes. <laughs> okay, so let's get into the idea of horsepower. So cars are measured in horsepower, um, and because you're the engineer. Actually, actually, originally horsepower was a unit developed for locomotives, yeah. like Boat. trains or yeah. hype trains. I'm already getting bored. Yeah, well, it's true. It's, well, that's absolutely right. So, 
Grant's been doing a little bit of research into what the unit of horsepower actually is and how many... Well, one horsepower doesn't necessarily represent the power one horse could put out, which I think is a little bit misleading. It sounds like like if you've got a 15 horsepower motor, you're expecting if that would be the same as leashing up 15 horses and and going, right? Do you think think it would be equivalent to leashing up 15 horses in parallel or series? (laughs) Well, I don't know, but here, here it says that one horsepower <laughs> is seven hundred and forty-five watts. It's is seven hundred and forty-five watts. Yeah. See, I don't think that. I reckon a one horse could do a hell of a lot more than seven hundred and forty-five watts. Like you got people like Mike Phillips who can almost do that. Yeah, Just but half of that. But the horse is going to put out seven forty-five watts for over the duration of an Ironman. Yeah, that's more, that's a horse's zone too. Yeah. 7.45, I still think that a horse, I mean, a horse is, um, an average horse is like half a, t- a good half a ton, so they're 15, uh, sorry, five times, five, six times larger than a human, so I would say that they'd be at least five or six times, be able to, capable of putting five or six times more watts out than a human is. That's true, but if you had a flat horse, for a horse, um, for the bike ride, and it was aero, yeah. it would go. Would, if you had a, horse engineered bike I was going to say you'd have to try to kind of change all the d- dynamics of a bike yeah. illegal would you would you um, allow it to use both its front and rear legs like yeah, would yeah, it have, you'd have, you'd have, you'd have to, four you'd have to you'd have to and would the pedals be like offset like you how, how we push down on the right then push down on the well, left or would you have it like because when a horse gallops they're what about their front they... and their rear go in tandem but what about when they, you can teach them to trot? Yeah. You know, when they have them going a different way. Yeah, but horses, I think that horses can canter at zone two. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just not sure whether... Well, you just you just um, carry the bike on the horse. And just get and, it going. And just, just run the whole bike lead. No, I'm, I reckon a horse would be faster on a bike, surely. Yeah. It could surely be. it's more efficient. It's the most efficient means of... Transport, but I think, um, yeah. What do you reckon the optimum wheel size for a horse bike would be? Well, I think I think it's horses for courses, to be honest. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? It's just a phrase. It's just a phrase. It's just a phrase. I've never heard of horses. A good, like tomatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> just going to stay on brand for this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> I think we should go to the run because I think it would eat the run. It's oh, just... I'd eat them alive. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So horse, like humans are actually the best endurance, endurance runners on the planet, but horses have proven themselves that there is the horse event, you know, called endurance yeah. riding. Um, would they need nutrition? Would like, like Powerade or... Um, grass stops, grass? potentially. They the stops for a little munch. Hey, could you feed a horse like beer sugar? Multidextrose. Yeah, I think they quite like complex carbs. That's do they have two stomachs like a cow does? Oh, they could eat oats. Yeah, because they got to ferment the grass. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a quick. I reckon they're probably quite well fatted. Well, would have they'd have to do your um concept di three, di three get an enema. Yeah, then go straight to the last stomach. Wait, that's not works. Yeah, skip the second stomach, first stomach. Mm. Do you think that horses have you have you considered getting a horse in to see what their fat oxidation rates are? 
No, but it's funny you should mention that. When I <coughs> when I was a, a an academic in Queensland, they we used to work next to next to the tropical beef centre, and they would do um, exercise like pineapple. No, no, no. Beef. They would do they would do exercise physiology on like cows and camels and that, and so they they were interested in they had this massive treadmill in a lab, and they would um, these cows they would force them to run or walk for ages in these hot conditions and um, they would sort of see which is the best at dealing with the heat um, and they would it was a horrible lab because they would shit the cows would shit while oh they God. were oh it's just hot and steamy hot and steamy and, and then they would be running on this treadmill and then they'd shit on the treadmill and it would get caught up oh god <laughs> oh, I'm just getting flung out the back of the treadmill <laughs> so, so what people, was this? people do study this sort of thing and what were the results of that? Well, they, they end up breeding cattle in Queensland. Cool. They have names, these Brahmin bulls have names like um, Drought Master and things like this because they especially breed them to, oh, be, wow. to be heat resistant. Ah. That's my only experience of observing this sort of thing. So, um, on that basis, we could breed humans to be, perform better at Kona? Yeah, you could have like a... Oh, you fully could, right? Yeah, yeah. And, China and, and Russia have done it. Oh, and in fact, no, this is what it would be like, because this is how they do it with these, these cows. They have these special um, fatty humps that they breed into their backs that are like... Like, like a, a camel. Of, like a camel, but they breed them especially into these cows. That's how they become drought masters. So, like, we could breed a human, like you could have a little offspring that has these um, big fatty humps I don't know, back, just but it's gonna small be, limbs for me, I think. No, no, no. You'd have you'd have a fatty hump, like a a hump, and you'd be <laughs> you'd be come out of the energy lab, and rather than being crushed by the heat, you'd just carry on. From I there. can think of one particular uh, subset of humans that have two fatty humps on their front. Oh, you you talking about women? Women, yeah. <laughs> but I think that's a slightly different um, fatty hump organ for different purpose. But it is a fatty hump. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. Billy staying on brand too. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's probably the end of that. Yeah, I, I'm done with the animals. The animal agenda. So we think the horse is right. But you were saying that horses aren't necessarily the best endurance athletes. You had an example of uh, some horses. Well, no, I, I just... What happened is uh, I was doing an adventure race one time in Malaysia, and that's another whole story in itself. Because I went with a, another old guy called Steve Farrell, and I broke my neck, and I was terrible. But the uh, Steve Farrell, yeah, the the oh. fun Steve Farrell. Anyway, um, <laughs> there were a bunch of adventure races there that were doing this properly, and they, they would typically do these five day adventure races. Like you'd be up, you just keep going, like you start, and you just go twenty four hours a day, and the, these German guys we're talking to just come from this five-day race in Brazil, and um, the second section in their five-day race was a 160-kilometer horse trek, and what had happened in the end is what? we're filming a podcast. We're seeing a podcast, we're recording a podcast, and and what happened in the end was um, they rode their horse too hard in the adventure race and it died, which was unfortunate. And these guys were like, oh, I told you not to ride the horse so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> and, Wait, and, that sounds like uh, the, the Swedish 
That's another h- triathlon story from way back. That, that <laughs> he actually met the sweetest no, 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 no. Um I wasn't training there, but another couple of guys I know, including Stephen Farrell, actually, were training in the Canary Islands, Lanzarote. Lanzarote. Yes. And um, the Swedish swimming team was actually there. Um, but they just only, they just don't really have, they don't supply a full kit to the Swedish team. Just the goggles. The goggles and the, and the speedos, but not the tops. So the, the, the Swedish women the, were yeah they just go without the tops, and um, of course these guys would go to and they were letting the fatty lumps yeah hang loose yeah yeah so <laughs> the the Kiwi was really were you know just culturally had no way of adapting to that sort of <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> I, I'm sure I'm sure Stephen appro- uh, acted appropriately oh they just got into training and basically um, got distracted well the Aussie guys here would. Um, take a position they call being a pool fly. A pool fly is someone who just hangs out at the end of the pool and doesn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> so they would just sit there buzzing around the, the end of the pool um, watching the Swedish swim team train. So like the, the, the coach would be like walking around like this, right? Like three legs. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's a, it's a podcast, not a video. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was explaining to you, they can't see what I was doing. Yeah, I've had a similar experience, but unfortunately, it, it was actually um, with I was sharing some accommodation with, with the now with the Fijian uh, with the men's Fijian basketball team, <laughs> and uh, like all it? all open showers. I've never felt like less of a man <laughs> coming back from a trip like that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> what can you do the 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 Fijian? basketball team uh, saying the one that you did for Amelia nah I couldn't I couldn't all I could hear basically while they were it was them just dra- dragging their appendage around <laughs> oh god yeah that was a bit scarring mate yeah it was pretty scarring actually yeah, yeah. Um, so we should talk about Liam you've been really cracking it recently you've become you've taken athlete of the week and you've actually um, come off a week's training where you actually end up doing more training than Matt Kerr, yeah. which is no mean fix. I think Matt did 32 hours training that week. Yeah, I know. And um, what did you do? 33. 33. Um, there's some debate about the last hour because I think you actually um, still had your watch running while you were on the ferry. Uh, that was probably about a minute's worth, but um, <laughs> if I, uh, it's obviously not that hard to beat Matt. So. <laughs> so if if I really wanted to smash him, I probably could have recorded on the ferry. Yeah. So well, it's pretty good effort though, thirty two hours. So how, how how do you make up a thirty two hour training? What does that sort of look like? Uh, more swimming than I need to do. <laughs> so how many swims do you reckon you did? I probably did eight, nine swims. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, a couple double days. Oh, do you feel like, feel like you're swimming quite well? Um. Definitely tired. I had pretty pretty sore shoulders by the end of the week. Yeah, but uh, lots of it was pretty easy swimming. Yeah, um, I guess just getting some some time in the arms. 
there was there was good some good swim sessions in there as well. So, but I have been putting work in. in and on, biking, biking. Uh, that was like sixteen hours. That's quite a lot, eh? Yeah, and then I also ran like nearly eight hours. Eight hours. So did you crack a hundred k? Hundred and. Uh, it was ninety five. Yeah. But lots of it was in the hills and. Pretty good for a try triathlete. Try a triathlete. Yeah, mate, I'm looking forward to Sunshine, sunshine Coast because um, that uh, Tauranga resort's been hanging over my head for a little <laughs> while now. What, the, the fact that Billy got you and, yeah. and he came past yelling out? He didn't manage to come past. I, sk- I put the fear of God into him as I was screaming, yeah. all aboard the hype train from behind. Yeah, maybe we should have let him have that beer in the end because remember, you were, yeah. you were standing, you're waiting for him to finish and you had those mowers and you're like, I'm going to give him mowers, he can down like two mowers in the last two <laughs> <time meters." laughs> Like We're like, oh, then we, you probably, it's a national championship. I'm, I'm not sure you're allowed to, that's in the rules. I was like, oh, we've got to get some spon- like sponsorship content here. Billy Lee right into it. He's right on brand. I yeah, but he was—he was really disappointed. It was probably mm. a good shout that you stopped him because I wouldn't that. I would have. I would have done process it. Process wouldn't have gone through my head, and I would have necked it. <laughs> would, would you rather have been the national champion or have won the national championships but been disqualified for downing two miles in the last two hundred meters? Oh, you make a good point. Yeah, the latter. Oh, you wouldn't. That's epic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Given I didn't take my Ibiza spot, which I probably should have, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah. no, you were under suspicion of drug taking as well, weren't you? Yeah, someone thought that um, no, there's no way a guy this jacked can go that fast. <laughs> like genuinely, they actually said, they actually said that. They actually like, said there's no way this guy is like the national champion. And I said, yeah. Did they say jacked or did they say fat? I think that's a jacked, actually, but yeah. There, oh, was, right. there was concern about steroids. Yeah, there was a, mm. there was a steroid concern. But. That, it's a funny thing, you've n- never done a gym, or well, I guess you have done a gym session, but you don't hit the gym. Nah, just naturally jacked. Yeah, it's sort of strange. Yeah. Mm. And like, I can be on a calorie deficit for about three months in a row, and I don't I don't drop one kilo. You still haven't eaten since the. I still um, haven't eaten since Coro Lounge coming back from Cairns. <laughs> you went through that whole Ironman build up without eating. Yeah. Fasted. Yeah. yeah. I was fasted for the whole build up to Kona. Yeah, because um, I don't know if you people listeners are aware, but the world record for the longest medically supervised fast is 382 days. Yeah, there's that. Um, so oh, you'll be close. So you'll be coming close soon. Yeah. How fat was the guy before? Oh, well, it was a. It was a Scotsman and who presented himself to the emergency department in 1966, and he weighed 440 pounds, um, which is a, a couple hundred kilos. Yeah, and he he said to the physician, he said, "Oh, I'm too fat." This <laughs> is a self-aware character. Yeah, yeah, but but now I guess more interesting there, and he goes, "Oh, look, I've." Because he was an engineer, like you, Billy, he'd worked it out. He said, "Look, I've I've, I've realised I've got a number of stored meals on me." <laughs> And um, I've, I've, I've worked it out, done some calculations. I reckon if I don't eat for the next year, I'll be I'll be down to weight. And, yeah. and that's what he did. And I'll be honest, in some ways I think it's easier to not eat entirely than to moderate how much you eat. Yeah. Because like, it's easier. Like, there's more, I reckon there's more restraint involved in going like, oh, I'm going to portion control, I'm not going to eat now. It's probably easier to just be like, right, 
I'm not eating. Yeah, I, I think it's probably just the sustainability of the strategy that's in question. Yeah, yeah. you might have got a stress fracture if you're trying running. Yeah, and you 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 probably you, how many stored meals do you think you have on you? Well, oh like, my gosh, let's start a list. <laughs> and I reckon I've got a spag bowl, at least a few spag bowls. Yeah. A couple of carrot cakes. A Big Mac. A Big Mac. Um, a we, McFlurry, but without the sauce. Because yeah. I don't do that included anymore. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because what, what is it? It's like 50... If you're on a 6 or 7 body percent, what do you think? You've got like 50,000 calories, eh? Of well, on a morning there, I think you've got... I think you've probably got more like 80,000 yeah. calories. So. I reckon... So, let's, let's say I'm at 100,000 calories on myself. So that's at least... 35 days worth yeah, of food. Yeah, you could do it. I could do it much Just go for 40 because it's more biblical. Yeah. yeah. And I am man of the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you've, if you've listened to previous podcasts, you know that I big believe in the Bible. Well, I've only ever got um, 55 seconds into the podcast previously, um, and I've been doubling my time each time. Well, Billy's got a new sponsor. Um, in the last podcast, he was talking about, right, you got a delivery the other day? Yeah, from um, Gold Knight. What's that? Yeah, uh, it's a it's a little device that helps me um, in my thirty seconds of core exercise training. Um, and well, it's like a vibrator or something. Yeah, it's a protective device. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what are we actually talking about? Yeah, is it serious? This is a sponsor of the podcast. Yeah, sponsor of the podcast. Two hundred eighty. I got sent through two hundred eighty eight condoms. Oh, that's what you did. <laughs> yeah. 30 bucks, was it? 30 bucks, 288 condoms. Shit. <laughs> it only lasts a month. Mate, yeah. have a kid. It's at least a half a million dollar invent- investment. Or 288 condoms. 30 bucks. How many do you use a time? Like, well, I double. Do you double, do you double big? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so you should see like that's that's how so I, many now. That's how I've got thirty five hours of training in last week, and I've only did like three hours of swim by run. Well, there's a that was a, that, a, that was actually an agenda item that I think should be brought up is what counts as training. Yes, because Sam Schofield's been putting golf on Strava. And, and, and <laughs> I love the, the the family slander. Eh? Well, it's not you can't you can't count golf. So what does so if golf golf clearly doesn't count as training. But on the fear he does. Yeah, no. Nah. No? Um, <laughs> were you in your bike gear? Yeah. Yeah, I was in my bike gear. Um, so if you wore your bike gear on a golf course, would it count? What about um, <laughs> what about that speed golf, you know, where you run? Then you can count that. Oh, that would be quite a... Is that a, is that a concept? That's yeah. Proper so it's basically yeah. like playing fetch with yourself at speed. Who does it? Uh, that Nick Willis, like... Yeah, Nick Willis does it. Like I, they, they run like... Um, you know who that is? He's, he was like New Zealand, he got, what did he get, bronze at the Olympics? Did he get gold? No. Yeah. I just thought all our runners were on EPA. Every single runner in his, in his race was, was, had, um, got banned at one point. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you'd be gutted about that, wouldn't you? Mm. I love the, Grant searching something up here, and the font size is the, the biggest I've ever seen. One horsepower. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Look how big the font is. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. Hang on, let's just do it. What? Well, what question I was going to ask? I've forgotten. What speed did they do speed golf? Oh at? yeah. How fast do speed golfers run? 
He'd go through there. But Sam had to beat Ryan, that's why he put his golf on. Guinness World Record. Right. Um, Mitch Williamson um, of Orange in New South Wales, um, a score of 77 in 31 minutes. 77 is pretty impressive. Yeah, so he hit 77, which is just over power, I suppose. And he's got around the course in 31 minutes. It's 18K, isn't it? Oh, no, sorry, it's 18 holes. How many K is it? Oh, well, it doesn't say that. It must depend on the course. Yeah, it's course dependent. Um, Probably playing mini golf. Uh, somewhere, oh, um, Smith, 2005, 65 in just 44 minutes and 6 seconds, carrying 6 clubs. <laughs> oh, um, damn. Oh, so you add, you add the... You add the time in minutes to the score. So oh. this guy's got 109, because he, 109.06, because he ran 44.06 and hit 65. I quite like this. Um, yeah, but every, 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 every shot you screw up, you're adding another, essentially, a minute to your. Yeah, you, so you, if you spend. You're better off slowing down. Yeah, and also every shot you sh- screw up, you got to run for it because you got to run to the ball. Well, you, what could turn like if, you, if you royally screw it up, you're potentially putting on another 100 metres. Well, if you royally screw it up, you're potentially introducing a swim into the situation. Yeah, so it could be speed triathlon golf. Yeah. Um, but would you would you sprint between between things or would you run steadily? You know, like if, well, look, how far is the total distance? Well, it's got to be... Probably it's like 10k, aren't they, usually? Yeah. 10, 12k? No, I'm pretty sure that a golf course is like 10k. No, 18 holes, it's only uh, it's, it's only got to be like 400 metres a hole at most, doesn't it? Yeah. Which is almost 10k. Yeah, or 80, so yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't, that's I don't not know. Bad. I would say you probably run 10k. You're probably four-minute pace. That's my zone five and my zone... That guy did it in 33 minutes. Yeah, yeah I'd... I'd say they're going. I reckon they're running three minute pace with a golf club on. Damn. Because how many tubs you're going to have as well? Like, would you just take the one, the one? I honestly don't. The one club. Like a part with the part with the five iron. I don't think that <laughs> my pace would like all my pace and then my heart rate would impact the quality of the shot. Mainly because this will be interesting. My golf hitting skills are pretty. I was talking to Sam about the slander about his triathlon, his uh, heart rate at oh, yeah. pulling out of the race. Yeah, we've got, to, we've got to have words. What's it? Pulling out of races because his heart rate's too high. I said, you should be redlining the whole time. We just don't even look. Yeah. Close your eyes and hope for the best. Yeah. Like the, um, were they Scottish? Irish, like those rowers. Those, those two... Like two Irish blokes. Oh yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, the Olympics. And, yeah, you know, they went hard, didn't they? Yeah, they went hard out, and they and then you know they get the interview after, and they some of those journalists they ask some ridiculous questions like, like how do you how do you um, win a race? And they were like, well, quite simply, like you've just got to get from A to B faster than the other people. That was one so. of the best inter- post <laughs> interviews ever, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So they just close their eyes and pull like a duck. Yeah. I think the other thing that stuck in my mind with that interview is that it was only, it was like 7 o'clock in the morning at whatever Irish village they'd come from, but the whole village was in the pub just already on it. Yeah, already on it. Oh, my gosh. Because they were the first, like, Irish yeah, yeah, rowers in yeah, the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think good, I, I think most viewers really appreciated their honesty. 
around. So yeah. does rowing count in, in your Strava if you if you rope? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. That's because I guess you, you you can get your heart rate up high enough that it becomes rowing's a like second cardiovascular best. Uh, yeah, like second oh. best cardiovascular exercise after butterfly. Yeah, but I mean, you could probably get your heart rate up ballroom dancing, but that would be a stretch to count that in your Strava. But uh, sustained, sustained, what like. 160 heart rate? Well, I don't know. You do the boogaloo. <laughs> the boogaloo. <laughs> the burlesque. Speaking of which, Louise went to some burlesque classes this afternoon. Yeah, what does it mean, even? <laughs> do, do you know what burlesque is? No. Should we put it on the TV? No, I don't think we should alarm viewers at this point. We ought to stream some burlesque. Burlesque is like... Um, Risk, is it a it's a it's like a 1920s basically strip show essentially like a bit of long stockings it's like oh, the original I should have gone it's like the original <laughs> that's what Billy wanted to be it's like the original strip club oh and so all I was doing was watching the PGA thing on Netflix and that I could have been doing that instead yeah you could have watched the ladies of Tyroa learning mm. burlesque right I had no idea are you accurate? Because I'm not sure. Everything you say is 100% sometimes. I'm saying like it's at least between 80 and 90%. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm pretty sure we should put it on TV. Yeah. I think, yeah, we could put it on TV. That yeah. probably concludes the podcast as well. Oh, I, I wanted to get, or maybe we can do it with um, Steve and Grant, get some of the stories from the, the old days. Yeah, we'll get the old. Yeah, I'll tell you some olden days stories. Yeah. But, but we'll, we'll, maybe we'll do that on it. Yeah, we'll do that with Steve. Yeah. Because uh, he needs to be there to, to verify and yeah, I don't know probably to provide some rebuttal <laughs> to 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 what's called back up the claims. Mm. Well, yeah. the, I just I will finish by telling the short one about. Eventually, it was a day two of an adventure race in Malaysia, and I'd end up breaking my neck on the mountain bike section, but we carried on anyway. Um, until we were in a cave system between Malaysia and Vietnam, um, which point I became paralysed and I couldn't go on any further. <laughs> so um, Steve, rather than calling for help, said, "Just hang on to my foot. I'll crawl us out." So he literally crawls for two k's in this cave, and I hang on to him like paralysed. Well, <laughs> so they don't make they're not people aren't as robust as they used to be. I think. <laughs> I was saying we should do some shit like this, Billy. <laughs> no, don't, don't do that stuff. <laughs> I'm so keen. Yeah, you break your neck and I'll cry. I would be the one that breaks my neck. <laughs> no, no, but, but you won't better do it now because you won't be getting insurance because they don't insure people for that anymore after what we did. Yeah. Because I think it was like a half a million dollar insurance claim, so they... they... Wait, you get a half a million bucks out of it? No, no, no. They That's how much it costs to, like, by the time they had men... To fix them up. To in the hospital by the time they had to like they have to medibet back you back from oh, Malaysia yeah, yeah, like you yeah, have to yeah, get gotcha. a you know first class flight with a nurse helping you and all this stuff it costs a bit oh so you can't get travel insurance for adventure races no they stopped that after yeah, that gotcha. they, after you they <laughs> set a precedence yeah <laughs> they did that one that um, we were looking at where you you abs held down that bridge or something oh yeah. the the the, the, yeah, the yeah, straight off the bridge in China. Yeah. Well, this one was in Malaysia, but it was like, it's literally two-thirds as high as the Auckland Harbour Bridge, and you just go straight over the side after you've run, like, 12k to get there. Yeah, I'm not really that fond of abseiling. No. I don't, 
I'm not that fond either, but I don't think it's it's not difficult to do. No, it's not. But like, no, I I, I wasn't that good at it, and I got too much speed up. And when you get too much speed up, you can't really like slow the rope without burning your hand. So you might as well just let it go. So I just let sent it. Well, I just didn't worry about the bird suddenly burning and just plummeting into the water. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh, and it went down into the water. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it went falling onto rocks or anything. It was into the water. Yeah, and then you broke neck. It <laughs> <laughs> yeah. broke before yeah. you got in the mountain bike. Yeah. Um, so let's conclude this. Let's conclude this. How do we conclude it? Uh, Grant, you have to say. Uh, so you're a, you've been a long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. Have you listened? You haven't listened to the end, right? No, I've never made it. Actually, we we usually provide a bit of we usually update listeners with fan feedback, and you've provided most of the fan feedback. Have you got any fan feedback? Um, no, no. Well, positives and negatives of the podcast. I haven't actually met anyone else who's listened to the podcast, so. Is there anyone else? Is there anyone else? 120, no, 130 unique listeners. Oh, yeah, but I've been getting on different devices to make you feel better. Oh, true. <laughs> Listen yeah. to, to my, it, you've made 130 different and, unique and accounts. Dad and yeah, my mum and Billy's mum. and My mum hasn't listened. She says that's all your shit. <laughs> <laughs> my mum hasn't actually listened to you. She said, she, she said, Billy, you're an engineer. You understand os- osmosis. Yeah, I'm losing brain cells through os- reverse osmosis. Through yeah. osmosis. I, 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 look, I've got the sauna going. I think we should go and use the sauna. That's, yeah, all right, you're just going to say, believe the hype. Believe the hype. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hopefully that's not it.